Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. You got any stripper music over there, Turnbull? <laughs> I cool. can find some. Probably do, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Always. I just wanted to spring this one on you because, uh, you know, I didn't want to give you a heads up because, you know, I didn't want you to notice anything weird about me today. And you haven't Ooh. noticed anything at all, have you? You got another job? Uh, I have not, no. Moonlighting? What's, uh, what's different? <laughs> <laughs> No, so uh, I get dressed in the dark every day. Um, there's no secret that, uh, you know, it's it's best not to wake up uh, my wife before I before I <laughs> depart for my day-to-day. God. <laughs> and I knew as soon as, and you guys haven't noticed anything, right? Hang on, hang on. What? Let me take a look. Let me take a look. He's wearing his pajamas? No, nothing, nothing stands out anyway. Now, okay, I'm going to stand up a little bit. I'm going to stand up a little bit. Is the undershirt that's supposed to be like uh, for ice fishing and stuff, what do you call it? Okay, so I'm not even joking. I got dressed in the dark this morning, and I thought I was putting on my thermal shirt. Thermal shirt, yeah. And it felt a little tight. Now, it felt a little tight. Is that your wife's shirt? (laughs) It took me getting to work. You know what happened? Well, I'm sure it is. Look at where the fits you oddly well. (laughs) My boobs aren't that big. My wife's got she's pretty busty and like look at this. It's so it's so baggy in the chest. And it's like a belly shirt on me. Wow. Put your hands up. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Show that belly. I I didn't notice. Okay, so here's where I noticed. I was like down the back alley. (laughs) Yeah. And I could feel like it was kind of a tight around the neck. Like, it's just, it's, it's not, you know, I would never have purchased this shirt, I don't think. But I was like, I don't know, maybe my wife got it for me or something. And I, I started noticing, I was like, no, why is my back touching the seat of my vehicle? Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I only wore a sweatshirt, right? Yeah. And it, my back was touching the, the back of my seat. And I was like, why the hell is this shirt riding up so much? You know what? It looks good. You know, I think you should borrow her clothes more often. <laughs> so the, the like the what is that a hoodie you're wearing as well or a jacket? No, or I put something on. A, yeah. Okay, because if you did, if you didn't have like look at the sleeves, yeah, like, yeah, like if thing. you came in just with a shirt, there'd be yeah, we noticeable. I think. Yeah, I but when you, I, I wouldn't have noticed anyway because it is a for those, uh, it's just a plain gray long sleeve shirt. Yeah, and once you point it out, there's a lot of bosom space in the no, front. No, there is. Like she stretched <laughs> it out clearly. It's um, weird you didn't notice that it came with shoulder pads too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just mentioned that I'm wearing my wife's shirt today, and mm-hmm. as this morning goes on, I, I'm getting increasingly less comfortable in it. I'm I may do the rest of the show shirtless. No kidding, I'm, I might. <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. It's not. I'd no. prefer if you didn't. I don't, yeah. I don't think Just, you're allowed to show nipples in the studio. Oh, yeah, I know, but I can wear this my jacket over like my sweater over top and cover the nips. <laughs> Just yeah. tough it out. You'll be yeah. fine. no, but, <laughs> like the fine. back, like my back. It's so short. And it, my back keeps scratching Listen, on the seat. This here. is a you problem, man. This is not an us problem. Well, it's going to be a you problem if I take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Another show that we know is making a comeback. I'm John Walsh, and tonight on America's Most Wanted. Did you guys ever watch America's Most Wanted? Oh, when I was young, so, I used to watch yeah. it all the time. Um, they're make, it's making a comeback. Were well, yeah, people are still uh, wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> America still wants them. <laughs> There's there still a million dollar cash reward. Yeah. Uh, Fox said that they are bringing back the Crime Stoppers show, but giving it a bit of a twist with some new technology. Um, so Elizabeth Vargas is going to be the host. She's an American journalist. And what they're going to do instead is, you know how they do this slow walk and they're like, this is America's Most Wanted, and they're talking, and that there's then that dark room always, the host. Mm-hmm. So now, now, along with the host, 
they are going to do a 3D avatar of the suspect. It's going to look like they're standing in the room with the host so you can get a better idea of what the suspects look like better than just a mugshot or a security clip. So these avatars are going to show things like tattoos, scars, moles, even the way they walk like a thug. It's going to have that walk, walk into the the room with her. Yeah, so that way you can uh, really help identify the suspect. It's going to be confusing, though, to the generation of people that will actually care about watching that show because they'll be like, wait, the suspect's right there. Yeah. <laughs> that looks so real. I can see the moles. I'm a little disappointed that John Walsh won't be the host because he had, no. a, like, uh, it was like his son got yeah. killed, right? Yeah. And he, like, took it upon himself to, like, you know, fight crime, basically. He was like the modern-day Batman. Yeah, it he was. aired for yeah. 25 seasons on Fox before getting canceled in 2011. I wonder how many um, bad guys they actually got over the years. Like, how many times they I paid actually, out the rewards? I have the answer. Uh, during oh. the run of the show, they captured 1,100 criminals, including 17 that were on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. That's pretty good. It's Seven, not bad. 17, 17 top tenors over 25 yeah. years. Yeah, and 1,100. There's still a lot of guys on the loose. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's 17 out of 250. I mean, if there's <laughs> top 10 every... Yeah, well, that's why I have to bring bring the show back. I guess it's every (laughs) month they do the... Is it a new top 10 every month? I I don't keep tabs on that. For the FBI, I think so. But for the show, if you think about it, they only do two... uh, They do two criminals per episode. Oh, yeah. And one episode, one new air... It doesn't air every day new. So 1100 is actually pretty good because it's like probably Mm -hmm. once a week where it's like new. Yeah, it was weekly. Because it was on Rescue 911 was on right before it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I always like watching uh, for the news when they come out with Winnipeg's 10 Most Wanted. Why? So we've had uh, a lot of time at home over the last while. I don't know if you noticed, but um, just go on Twitter today. We'll be dwelling on it for sure. Um, Apparently, people have been uh, spending this time doing things with themselves a lot more over the break. I was reading online today that uh, um, the average person has been um, throwing themselves around a lot more. Uh, like quite a, quite a bit more. I can confirm. Yeah, I can confirm that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your browsing history confirms it too. (laughs) Um, I guess it makes sense though, right? Yeah. Doesn't it? Like you're, I mean, you're at home more than you were before. See, it makes less sense for me because now I'm, I'm never home alone though. Like my wife working from home, so it's happening less because you're... Right. You're you're not by yourself. Yeah. 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 Not to mention, I'm disgusted at myself. Like... (laughs) Looking at myself after uh, not doing any physical exercise in months and months. Like, oh, that's uh, what do you mean? You do it in front of the mirror? Well, sometimes. <laughs> you get your leg Go up DJ, on the bed. You look in the, you know, sometimes you put, put a yeah. wig on your lower back so it looks like some. Hey, what's going on? Look at the smile. Woo. No? Hey, I want to play some audio from, uh, from the legislative building the other day. Now, I... I'm not huge into politics. Obviously, there's some things I'm going to follow yeah, more than right. others. But the ar- the archaic process of, like, what they call question period, yeah. which I find is just so strange. You know, you've got, like, the speaker that they each have their turns to talk, and then one person stands up, and they say what they want to say, and their party all claps and s- like they were the best, and then the other person stands up to talk. It just seems very kind of archaic to I me. I mean, isn't it in a way sort of what we do, though? It's like you say something, and then I laugh, and then Rena says something, and then you laugh, and then yeah. like we all kind of go through, that's and we, true, we cheer for each other yeah, in a way. True. It's just yeah. a little bit sure, different. Sure, sure, sure. Right? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's your basic, think about it like um, think about it like any other job where it's like you do a good job,
job and they send out an email. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It's just different. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. It's like, hey, this guy hit his sales target. Let's put his picture in the newspaper. Yay. Let's yeah. put his picture on the wall. Employee of the month. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can you know see what I'm that. Saying? Yeah. Um, this is just a very um, like this kind of just sums up politics to me in a nutshell. So they're the NDP, one of their things that they had tried to run on last year during the election was they wanted to uh, basically get menstrual products free for high schoolers. Yeah. Okay. Grades 6 to 12. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to provide that for free. Now, they that was part of their platform. The PCs had actually said that that's something they were going to look into. And so her name is Uzoma Oh, Azaguara, yeah. I believe I'm pronouncing. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, Anyways. She's, she's always got clips online because she's just bringing the heat. Yeah. yeah she's mm-hmm. doing good things. Yeah. yeah. So she stands up during this question period, and uh, this is what happens. The Honorable Member for Union Station. And Speaker, I believe, or at least I hope, that every member in this House recognizes the importance of investing in our youth. We know that Manitoban students, many of them, Madam Speaker, have to miss school once a month simply because they cannot afford or gain access to essential menstrual products. Will the minister commit today to making menstrual products accessible in all Manitoba schools? Okay, so it's a pretty, pretty straightforward question, okay? Yeah, I've never really thought about that, though. Like, I, I, I didn't realize that there was a number on right. how many people are missing school every month because of well, women. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. Sure. Right? Yeah. And, and that, and it wouldn't really affect you because you no. know, in your growing up and everything like that, I mean, there's a lot more people who are underprivileged, more underprivileged than you were. Right. Well, I also, I'm not having my period. No, you just are, so you, I'm just saying your friends and anatomy. stuff, obviously it's not going to be, yes, I know it's not going to be the same. So pretty straightforward question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now what happens is there's a bit of a pause because they're not sure the PC party's not sure which minister is supposed to answer that question, whether it's supposed to be the Minister of Health oh, or the Minister of Education. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they all kind of yeah. wait around a bit. The Honorable, the Honorable Minister for Sport, Culture, and Heritage and Status of Women. Okay. So this lady stands up. So wait, sports, culture, and status of women are the same portfolio? Apparently they are. Mm. Okay. So you got like sports and. and- I, and and like status I, of women. Okay, all right. right. It may, it, it, it's a little weird as to why this one stood up, but she stands up. Now, remember, we all remember what the question was. Thank you, um, Madam Speaker, and thank you for that question. You know, we worked very hard in this province to ensure that uh, there's many opportunities for women across the province. And uh, knowing and recognizing that women have some of the the highest rates, or that Manitoba has some of the highest rates of domestic violence across the province, uh, we've. We provided additional funds for young girls uh, for USB data blockers here in the province of Manitoba to ensure that women are secure when they're using their computers, Madam Speaker, when they are charging their computers, their laptops, their iPhones, things of that nature. So we're ensuring that Manitoban young youth are safe here in the province of Manitoba, Madam Speaker. What neighborhood (laughs) is she from? I need to know who voted her in. She was was in free pads and tampons for the kids. Well, we got these USB sticks. What the hell? Who was that woman? What an uh, idiot. Minister what of, absolute she was the Minister of Sport and everything uh, else. Here's the- a USB stick. Here, wow. this should do the trick. Wow. Like, are you... <laughs> right? And just, to me, that just sums up politics, right? You're it's not like, let's not even answer the question. I know, they're not even... <laughs> I know, it's like I spliced two clips together. that had wow. nothing to do with each other. Like, I... <laughs> Yeah, I got confused when I you were. I didn't. Wow. I think we'll just take a break here and come up for it. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, Adam Big Hill tweeted out that uh, he was putting some work, 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 and getting the horsepower running. At uh, I guess they must have been at IG Field doing a, a socially distanced 
a workout, him and some of the guys. Maybe oh, okay. they're just out in a, a regular field. I don't know, but he just said it was good to be out on the on the turf today or something or something to that effect <laughs> that they were working out. Um, I guess with the news of uh, a potential merger between the CFL and the XFL, uh, the boys are getting ready. Competition's about to get stiff. Dude, I have no idea what this announcement meant yesterday. I don't think anybody really does. I, d- I missed it all day yesterday. I was trying to catch up yesterday evening. And uh, as I tweeted, I was like, I feel like I've been living under a rock all day. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, The Rock tried to play in the CFL, but he couldn't because he sucked at football. No, but he also owns the XFL, though. And now he yeah. owns the yeah. XFL. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so break it down. It's simple for someone well, like me. Here's here's the thing. We, there's not many details. So the XFL comes out with this 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 statement yesterday saying that they're – so because Dwayne, when the XFL went bankrupt, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and one of his partners – they bought the remains of the okay. XFL. Because COVID actually canceled the season. They were only like three weeks in, and we we didn't think it was going to go through the whole season anyway. Yeah, yeah. But the, so it goes bankrupt, um, and that was like Vince McMahon, WWE. They had owned it at that point. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes in. He buys it. He says, we're going to do a season in 2022. This is a few months back. Then the statement comes out from the XFL. catches everybody by surprise that says, the 2022 XFL season is contingent on talks with the CFL. And that's basically kind of like all that their statement said. And everyone's like, kind of, what? What does that mean? We're exploring opportunities. Like, it was kind of cryptic, but also, like, what? I mean, I guess the CFL needs to be propped up right now, but why would we want some defunct league, basically? Well, I guess you've got, I mean, you've got the cachet of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You've got, I mean, this guy, I mean, he, everything he touches turns to gold, basically, right? Except the tooth fairy. <laughs> not a good flick i haven't seen that one oh, i watched it on a plane one time and i've never wanted to jump out of an airplane at thirty-five thousand feet wow so um and then the cfl <laughs> obviously comes up and they've they've said that they're beginning talks with the xfl it, there's no word of merger that, that word was never thrown around there True, yeah okay. it was basically just that they want to grow the game now this could mean a variety of things well you remember the cfl teamed up with the nfl years ago to do like almost like a farm system where it was like they would allow guys in their contract to break the contract to go to the nfl if they could right like it's, there was something there was an option part the, of the contract right. it wasn't necessarily like the farm system no, but, but it was like a, there was a an agreement there yeah, sure yeah, yeah yeah and this one like we don't know what this means to me you wouldn't make these announcements if it didn't if it wasn't huge you know what I mean? Like if they're just because because they're not just like going to share ideas about about, you know, what how to make their sports better. Like they're not, they're not just going to have talks about, hey, here's what you can do to make your sport work. And here's what we can do to make our sport work. You wouldn't make these announcements if it wasn't going to be something huge. How many teams are in the XFL? Sorry, maybe six. Yeah, there's about it's probably about the same amount. Yeah. So of wouldn't, it, the CFL. Isn't it, wouldn't it kind of be a cool idea to have the merger and have it be one so we have more teams to play than just the same ones we play all the time? So they yeah. did this back in the 90s. They went to oh, the United States one year. and it didn't work at all. Well, the CFL the, game didn't catch on down there. The Baltimore CFLers, they had to change their name three times <laughs> during the season because there was already the Baltimore Colts and the Baltimore Stallions. They called themselves the Baltimore CFLers. And they, Mike Pringle and Tracy Ham yeah. ended up winning the Grey Cup yeah. that year, 95. Only American team to win the Great Cup. Yeah. yeah, and so it only happened. There was Sacramento Gold Miners. You had Vegas, uh, the Posse, mm-hmm. uh, Memphis, Memphis Mad Dogs, yeah, Birmingham Barracudas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was one in Texas too. Um, oh, so was it San, it was San Antonio? Antonio? It was yeah. San Antonio Wranglers or something. Renegades. Uh, yeah. And you anyway, don't, you don't think it would be successful this time around doing that? Well, because the CFL game doesn't like. There's not a lot of people in the states that watch the CFL, right? And so that's why the, C- the whole thing didn't work last year. The CFL game is different than what people are used to watching down in the States, mm-hmm. and it just didn't catch on down South. Now, Plus, the NFL reigns supreme. It it's does. four-down football. And it always will. 
Yes. It always will. There's and no competition. If you merge these two leagues together, there's obviously like XFL plays four downs on a shorter field. CFL plays three downs on a larger field. Yeah. What rules are you going to use? There's so many questions that has to come into play there because the purists in Canada, you cannot touch the CFL game, right? You no changes to that CFL game. This guy history dating back 100 years. Right, so there's a lot of people in Canada that would be very upset if they, you know, went to American Rules or something like that. But I think with the price of tickets and merch that everything is for the NFL, maybe some Americans would be like, you know, we can actually go see a game. We can actually afford it. Yeah, you know, but, I, the ex- but but nothing works down in in the states besides the NFL. They've tried the XFL how many times? Uh, Doesn't work. Was, yeah, they tried the, the USL, third. the UFL, or whatever it was. They, the, the AA. The yes, the AAF. They tried that. Like <laughs> none of these leagues work. If you're not the NFL mm. in the states. You're not going to sell tickets. It's not going to work. So we have no, literally no idea what this means for the CFL, for the XFL. It was a weird announcement to come out. And like I said, if, if they wouldn't come out with this if there wasn't something already sort of brewing a little bit. But we have absolutely no idea what it means. No idea. Yeah, and, and even now with, with COVID, right? Like there's not an opportunity to play these teams because there's no inter... Yeah. No, and this would this wouldn't be till 2022. Canada. So yeah. this this would be for for a while. Um, I think that's still. I mean, again, what what are you going to do? Like as far as the travel goes, if the teams don't make any money, how are you going to be chartering planes internationally to yeah. uh, you know to wherever the the XFL teams are? I mean, I don't even know where they are this time around. But. To me, this. I mean, obviously, we know the CFL's in trouble, right? They had to cancel their season last year. Ooh, they've I lost. Know. They've lost millions of dollars, and this is something that it almost looks like. Hey, we need help here from you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson and his partners, who Did are he obviously buy the CFL. Who knows? Could Maybe you imagine? I don't know, man. Because that's the thing about the XFL. It's not individual team owners like it is in the CFL. No. It's all owned by the conglomerate that is the XFL. They yeah. own all the teams. They pay all the, the salaries and whatever. Mm-hmm. See, like Canada, you know, our league's a little different where it's like you've got individual owners, but also like David Braley's out west. And then you got like uh, a community team like us in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, at the end of the day, if it keeps the Bombers... If it going. keeps them playing, yeah, yeah. Then why not? It's probably a great thing. I need somewhere to drink on Friday nights, honestly, <laughs> from, from May to October. And <laughs> That's right. We need that rum hut to stay somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. Hi. What? What's up? Yeah. Did I get through? Yeah. yeah. Hi. For what? Oh. Uh, hang on a sec. I'm just going to turn my radio down. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. There's lots of feedback here live on the radio. Yeah. How much money do you want to win today? Okay. How are you? Hey, We're good. Hey, We're hey, good. Hey, hey, hey. We're good. Hey, another brick in the wall or uh, Stone Temple Pilots? Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, yeah, okay. Interstate Love Song. All right. Hey, what was the last interstate you were on? Uh, 94. Oh, oh, wrong answer. Let wrong me guess. Answer. No, I know where you were going. You were going to Minneapolis. You were going down into Chicago. I went to Chaska. Oh, you went to Chaska? Yeah, and then out to Valley Fair, and I took my daughter. Oh, you went to Valley Fair. Uh, that's in Anoka, that? is it? In Chaska. Oh, it's right in Chaska. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's down, down in that part, South Twin Cities. Yeah, I know it real well. Ran Chacopee a race down there that. back in 98. <laughs> Chacopee and all that, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I call it Chacopee, but uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, buddy. Thanks. All righty. Okay. Bye.
Yeah, so uh, Winnipeg's favorite rock song is uh, is actually a $10,000 giveaway that uh, is a text contest. Yeah. So you hear the two songs uh, shortly after 810. Uh, we do this daily at 810, 1110, 210, and 510. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you text in with uh, the song and the artist and your name and uh, your social insurance number and a couple other, like, minor details. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you could be winning $10,000 this morning. We are pitting uh, Stone Temple Pilots Interstate Love Song against Pink Floyd, an utter brick in the wall part. Duh. Uh, I know we're all a little young for this question. I know it's weird to hear. Uh, what was the best decade of your life? You can text us 762 or leave a message on the Bone phone, 780-BONE. Um, if you had to pick maybe, because we're all under 40 in this room, mm-hmm. but if you had to pick one year right now that was the best of your life, Oh, this last year, it's been so fun. I've done so many things. Wait, but actually, this last year, you, you're 36, right? Yeah, I'll be 37 in August. But I feel like I'm 53 sometimes. Oh, <laughs> You look it sometimes. Thank you, Turnbull. No, you don't. You're wearing your wife's shirt today. You look 25. Yeah, she that just sent me a message. She's like, hey, where's my shirt? She's like, I need a but picture she only of this. Has one? <laughs> I guess she was planning on wearing this around the house today because she works from home. This is her home working shirt. A new poll finds that a majority of people, they, uh, they interviewed 10,000 people, and a majority of people say the best as far as year in their life 36. Great, is I'm the glad magic the best number. year of my life oh, was yeah. so I know. Oh, poor oh, man. <laughs> All right. That's 36 seems to be the best time. As far as Why? decade, they always say the mid 30s. Well, it makes sense because you got the job, you got a little bit of dough. Like, you're not broke. Like, when I was in my early 20s, I was like, sure. I had no money. Yeah. I was just like eating fingernails for dinner and, yeah. you know, waking up with a hangover every day and stuff. Now it's like, got a little clarity. Still got a hangover, but it's just, I know how to deal with it better. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I got the kids. You know, I got the wife, uh, had a dog, you know, like a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I do get why life what does a, What a life that sounds like. <laughs> got the kids, the dog, and a wife. What more the, do you need? Tire lights. swing got stolen, though. <laughs> oh. Somebody hit a pothole on Nest by my house, and they actually came and stole the tire swing out of my front Knocked yard. Knocked it right out of the yard. <laughs> got to borrow this tire, Tej. <laughs> um, apparently, the late 50s, your late 50s is uh, a great cluster because I guess the grandkids are probably at the age where, you know, they're fun and you're the fun grandparents. you're looking forward to retirement. You're and almost you're retired, there. yeah, so you're... You Financial sl- freedom. Sleep better at night and everything. I'm not also quite Also, pass here out. Yet, you can sleep anywhere. When you're 55, it's like... Yeah, you can get away with you're it. You're in line at the grocery store with a jug matter. of milk and you're... Yeah. <laughs> like, sir, are you awake? No, I'm 55. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was just surprised because the least, the worst years of people's lives are in their 20s, according to this survey, which which I was surprised just to see it because I haven't gotten older yet, but I always thought you're you're looking your best, you're healthiest. Sure, you're hot, but you have no money. That's that's what it is. You're having fun, but you have zero money, and it's it's stressful, that financial stress. And you're you're getting crapped on at your job because you're the low guy on the pole, right? Like you're, you know what I mean? It's like you're not the foreman, usually by the time, maybe by the time you're in your late 20s, but... Or you're in college, you're, you're struggling, you got student exactly, debt. Exactly, yeah. you know, exactly. You're going, you're going paycheck to paycheck at times. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, you're doing wet t-shirt Wednesdays yeah. at Monty's, and yeah. it's just like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, just me? Yeah, right. <laughs> Booty shake Mondays oh, yeah. <laughs> at the Pal. hundred bucks. <laughs> are they still doing that? <laughs> they probably do. Easy. If they want to open. Rocks. I oh, think yeah, they still for do. Sure. Yeah. Coming up, we got some nice weather right now. We're coming up to that time in the States, especially where spring break. He's coming up. All the college students going for spring break. Woo! Are they? Yeah, I guess they would be. It would be coming up. Is that 
coming up soon? I thought it was earlier. I thought for some reason it was like a while. I think it's different. I think I mean, it's only I think March it can 11. be different. They're not going to go no, spring I'm, break in February. No, I think they. I think yeah, I do. Teachers' convention and spring oh. break are different. I don't know when the teachers' convention is. That's What's usually in, I saw like our kids' spring break is like March, and it's not at the same time because like they've changed it because if you were a family that was going to go to Mexico or something, you're not going to go ah, because right. all the. I, I yeah, but it, you're yeah maybe it maybe it is right now. I don't know. I just always thought from all the uh, DVDs hosted by Snoop Dogg that I used to buy online <laughs> for sixty nine ninety nine. Girls gone wild. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just always thought it was earlier in the season. I don't know. <laughs> so we have spring break coming up, uh, and there's still you know there still is you might not know what from looking at the states, but there still is a pandemic going on. There still yeah. is some COVID right now in some of these states, and uh, some colleges are trying to um, entice their students. To stay home for spring break. Don't go to Daytona. Don't go, you know, congregate on the beaches and give each other COVID. Yeah, that's okay. a nightmare. That's a, I, I have no, obviously I'm way, way, way too old now. But even then it was like, is that really, mm-hmm. like, it seems pretty wild. It's wild. Yeah, like it, it's it, wild. Again, from the DVD collection. Yeah. I'm like, that seems a little too <laughs> wild for me. So UC Davis, home of the Aggies. Go, go Aggies. Aggies. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> <laughs> they've decided that in their way of enticing students to stay home for spring break is they're going to pay them. No. How much? Oh, wait till you hear. Okay, t- Turnbull, oh. come on. Okay. In order to stay home from spring break, UC Davis is going to give their students $75. A day or the whole break? Just $75. Oh. Now, it gets I worse. mean, I guess when you're in college, that buys a lot of ramen noodles. Okay, that's, yeah, a, good, but- that's a good question, but... The thing is, it's not $75 cash. Oh. It's $75 in coupons for the local market. Hey. Yeah. But the only, like... Food stamps. Spring break. <laughs> and how, how are they going to monitor this, though? I would get my coupons and then, woo, go whoop it up in spring break. They yeah. go use my coupons. That's a good question. Yeah, like, they I'm can't sure monitor they it. Monitor. They'll be able to tell by the sunburn around your... <laughs> Boob line. <laughs> they know Boob right line. away if you've had a triangle <laughs> bikini. Yeah. True. Yeah. Very you know true. what I mean? Like yeah. they will know if if you th- th- there will be a guy on campus checking your nips yeah, when you come but back. That, see, if they're burnt. That's a whole other. <laughs> if you got some burnt hams or not coming back. Older <laughs> can of worms. You have no right to look at my tan line and assume where it's from. I could have been tanning in my backyard. Okay, fine. It's college. I'll wait until it ends up on the internet. <laughs> I'll wait for the DVD. Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Um, a famous UC Davis alumni. Yeah. Go Aggies. Yeah, go Aggies. Woo. Uh, Colton Schmidt. Schmitty. Who? You don't know Schmitty? No. Former punter of the uh, Buffalo oh, Bills. Oh, Colt Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, okay. I told you the story about him, right? No. Um, so you always know uh, somebody's parents at a game because they're always wearing the random player jersey. Especially that of a punter. Yeah, the like punter. No, yeah, yeah, no exactly. fan is, is right. buying a punter jersey. So, and they were like in their 50s kind of thing. And we saw them at the bar beforehand. We were tailgating and went into the bar to just go uh, use their facilities. And uh, we saw these this couple with the, their, the Colton Schmidt jerseys. And my buddy, who's a diehard Bills fan, was like, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Schmidt. And they're like, hey. And then we had a bunch of fireball shots at them. And it was like, hey. I was like, UC Davis. Go Aggies. <laughs> So from that day on, I've been a bit. As soon as you said UC Davis, I'm a big UC Davis yeah. fan. I met Colton Schmidt's parents. Wow. Yeah, they're proud on their bumper of their minivan says "Proud UC Davis parents go Aggies" like just <laughs> on their bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, every week Thursday morning around 7:40 from, uh, well, from the throes of uh, one of the Kildonans, I believe the East, North. North. Okay. 
Well, he's got more notches on uh, the diploma wall than he does in his bed post. He's got more degrees than a thermometer uh, from LDBCC, U of M, and Ryerson. Go Rams. Ladies and gentlemen from Sportsnet, the legend, Sean Reynolds. I was wondering where that was going with the pre-interview. I thought, okay, where is he taking this? But I think you got I, it's a good thing you do that because it always leads to a good pop at the beginning of the show. Oh, hey, listen, baby, we're all about the pop. We are all about it. So you know what happened uh, last week um, on Sunday night, actually? We were staying at uh, the Delta Winnipeg, and uh, I texted Turnbull in a frenzy. And I said, you're not going to believe who just walked past me because I was on the phone and I kind of caught him and I, and I saw these guys who were obviously hockey players walking past. And I was like, my goodness. I was like, Austin Matthews, I'm sure of it. Uh, he had the unibrow. He had like the mask on though, like the N95 mask. And it turns out it was... Uh, <laughs> Some plug from Stockton. <laughs> I was like, the Leafs are... They're not here, man. The Jets play in Toronto on Tuesday. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> Oops. You ran out with your socially distanced pen on the end of a stick asking for an autograph. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, can I get a selfie, Mr. Matthews? And then the guy probably thought I was a jerk because he's a fourth liner from Stockton. <laughs> um, so <laughs> nothing but a nothing but a great performance from Connor Hellebuck. Vesna, Vesna worthy for sure. Uh, as uh, the Jets hang in there and beat the Toronto Maple Leafs on home ice, which uh, a lot of teams haven't had success with this year. Yeah, and I think with Connor Hellebuck, he hasn't necessarily had that uh, Vesna caliber year like he's had or like he had last year. But that's the thing about having a goaltender with those kind of capabilities is they can show up at the right time when you need them. And uh, that was most definitely one of those performances that uh, that just shows with that Jets team. They're so dangerous because they've got so many tools on offense that can beat you and then on nights where you don't quite have everything going together you got a goaltender who can steal a game from one of the best teams in the league and one of the best offenses in the league well and that's kind of the interesting thing when, when you look at the Leafs team because obviously they got the firepower up front and you know the Jets if there was an area that they're lacking it's probably on the defensive side and yet they, got they were st- what are you talking about <laughs> yet they were still able to stand I mean Matthew still you know nodded a couple but uh, they were still able to stand tough with with a team with that much offensive firepower well, you know what I thought was interesting about that game? And, and, and yes, they, they got a whole bunch of shots on that. And if you don't have Connor Hellebuck in, they probably lose that game. But, you know, we always point at the Jets' defense and, and suggest that they're the weakness. But it was Neil Pionk who had three points in that game. And it was Josh Morrissey who scores a really important goal in that game. And, and uh, I mean, I think we've marveled a little bit at, at the, the Leafs' defense this year and how solid they've been and looked. TJ Brody looked really, really good with them. And uh, they look they look like if these two teams who could very much end up vying for the crown in the North Division end up meeting up against each other, you would have to give the nod defensively to the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I I, I appreciate it in that game, and I would appreciate it if I was a Winnipeg Jets fan, uh, that the Jets defense came to play in that game and very much played a role in that victory. So Rena just sent this to me. I don't know if you know this, but I know uh, you still got the Bieber uh, poster on the back of your bedroom door, Sean Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Rena sent me the collaboration between the Toronto Maple Leafs and Justin Bieber. Have you heard the song yet? I have not. Honestly. No, no, here, keep going. Do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Reno's a jam of this one. The music video is just, like, all Leaf stuff, right? Like, yeah. It's just like the yeah, he wrote this song. The part where they get in the shower together was edited on this <laughs> version that I have, but uh, 
<laughs> Nonetheless, hold on. The new song, the Toronto Maple Leafs collaborating with uh, the Beebs. Yeah. Hey, while we're talking about, uh, you know, videos that we're seeing online, did, Sean, there was one that was going around that I thought was pretty funny of you from, uh, was that from last year when you were in uh, Philadelphia covering a game? And you oh. got stuck on the stuck on the jumbotron during the national anthem. What? Yeah, it's uh, I, I I finished my hockey night in Canada Open, and they always you know stick you where the Zamboni comes out, and you stand there and you do your thing, and and then you I basically take it to the anthem, and so I did that, and then kind of turn around, and all of a sudden I look up and I'm on the jumbotron right behind the gal who's singing, oh. and it looks like one of these scenes from The Bodyguard because I, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just lit to stand out, and I'm stuck. And I'm looking up and you can see me. I'm staring at the jumbo shot. I'm like, okay, just cut away from me and I'll flip out of this shot. And they don't cut away from me. I'm oh, my God. Dead. You couldn't have looked more awkward. It was so Because you kept thinking, I kept thinking that, okay, he's going he's gonna to, like, slowly move out of frame or something. But you just stayed there and marveled at yourself on the big screen. The only thing that would have made it more awkward is if they did the hand sanitizer cam on you. <laughs> The, the funny part about it is it's going out on hockey night in Canada, and I feel my phone in my pocket go buzz. I finally get off camera. I've got like 27 texts from buddies being like, get off the shot. Get off the shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's oh, like so when you get this sort of, your mics are on, your mics are on text message. <laughs> Sean Reynolds, Sportsnet. Jets back at it. It's tonight, right? Yeah. You yeah. Got it. yeah, yeah. Big Thursday. Okay, pal. The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. For Midtown Ford, spring means potholes? We can't help that. But we can put you behind the wheel of something that makes your ride a lot smoother. Visit mid-townford.com. Hey, TJ. You brought up John Bobbitt this morning. Fun fact, Lorena's maiden name was uh, Kachukakas. Just uh, thought you'd like to know. Have a great day, guys. Mm. Yeah, Lorena... Uh, she was actually, uh, she was uh, Polish. she go to jail for, how long she go to jail for? Not long. No, she <laughs> threw in the river and then, uh, actually, Joan Bobbitt bounced back quite well. So for those who don't did know, he, he got, she chopped his dick off and threw yeah. it in the river. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because she, yeah, she caught him cheating okay. and then she came in with the cleaver and, and yeah, it was a pretty big story in the early nineties. Mid nineties, hmm. most I think I feel like when I said it yesterday, I was I knew that you guys wouldn't for some reason yeah. get it, and your reaction was priceless because as I said, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like John Bob, and you're like, Whoa. yeah, for all the people who got it though, that's oh yeah, funny, yeah, oh, out of the park, out of the, <laughs> out of the park. park, nailed it, yeah. oh yeah, best joke ever, <laughs> oh yeah, just busting out some nineteen ninety five John Bobbitt <laughs> jokes, oh yeah, um, I'll tell you, we got to fill up the bone phone here because what happened was. Um, the uh, the voicemail messaging service here at 780-BONE-780-2663. Uh, uh, well, we don't have a computer guy anymore, but um, the other guy, Riley, he uh, suggested that we reset my computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, psh, all the calls that I had uh, saved here that we hadn't played. Yeah, but, I mean, like, there's still lots. Like, there's this guy. Now, welcome to the Winnipeg Jets. They're a bozo team. The Jets are a bunch of bozos. Coach is an idiot. He's a bozo. He's a bozo. Uh-huh. He's a bozo. He's a bozo. I, you know what? Cool. He's a bozo. And then there's this guy, and I feel bad. I'm actually going to call this nice man back later on because he sat through the whole voicemail messaging service. And he needs he needs air, which is crazy. Like he needs air, but he left a message on our voicemail service. Yes, it's this vital air. 
this oh, is no. only you. I'm supposed to tell you whatever I need in my line of uh, the machine and whatnot. Can you get back to me as soon as you can? Like he oh, probably, no. he, yeah. Call, he, will you call him and let him know that he's I'm going to. How do you not know? Our voicemail says, "Hi, it's Rita, TJ, and Turnbull." Yeah, leave a message. Yeah. Waka waka. Just hmm. vital air. Poor guy. I need the air. I gotta tell you what the machine says. Quick. <laughs> I know. Like seriously. Well, I didn't want to call him and wake him up this morning either. Like you don't want to spook the guy. He probably doesn't get a lot of calls. Well, he can't I mean, spook I him. He He'll take a breath and. I know. I'm having a hard time getting my head wrapped around this, and maybe you guys can help me out a little bit. I heard the story about the gentleman that uh, had his hat hit a police officer and got charged with assault, and the police officer punched him twice in the face uh, because his hat dared touch his body. So do I'm trying to understand this. So police are legally allowed to lie to you. They don't have to tell the truth. They can legally beat the crap out of you if they feel threatened, but you can't defend yourself. Like, what part of that is serve and protect? So everything you can say or do will be held against you in a court of law. Is that there to help me, too? Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know the story. Neither do I. Yeah. That's, uh, but yeah. I have heard that, though. Like, if I mean, in any, any kind of confrontation with uh, police, you know, if, does, you, if you touch them. doesn't even have mm-hmm. to be the police. I know a guy oh. down in Minneapolis, and he was being uh, kicked out of a bar. Yeah. And he's kind of swinging his arms like like the guy was holding the bouncer's holding onto his arm, right? Sure, and you, yeah. you know how you kind of like swing your arm yeah. to kind of get away. And in the process of doing that, he smacked the horse, oh, the police oh, horse. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, to the that is yeah. You, that, you, they treat the horse as if they're a cop. Yeah. You can't, Hit the hit the cop. An episode of Modern Family. She was being chased by a cop, climbing up a ladder. She fell on him, and she got charged with assault, even though she tripped and fell because he was chasing from behind. So. And that's a documentary. As yeah. the show yes, it's true so, to yeah. life. Um, <laughs> talking about uh, going out to restaurants with family members. Um, now, I, I will preface this by saying I, I think we all know the rules, and if you don't share an address, you can't sit at the same table. Correct. But anyway. To go for breakfast with my mother for this beautiful Saturday morning, and guess what happens? I walk in there, and they say, "Can we see some identification?" And this isn't a bar, so I'm thinking, "Why?" And he says, "Because we have to make sure you're from the same household, which we are not, because I'm 35 years old, and <laughs> let's face it, you shouldn't live with your parents at 35." Whoa. Who said? That you can't dine together as long as you stay at your table and oh wear a mask. Like, I, okay, I have no problem wearing a mask, but when they tell me I can't go in for a meal <laughs> with my mother. Is this a new call? Like, this is her calling this in. This literally, yeah, this was like the other. Yeah, I'm two sorry. Days. Listen, it was rule, on the weekend. I understand that we're not, we're not happy with the rule, but that is the rule, and you've known that that's the rule. That is, I do not feel sorry for you at all. You know that that's the rule. The, the guy's well, doing his job. Yes, yeah. exactly. I don't think anyone is feeling sorry for her, too. It's just we all and we all agree, though. We all feel the same way. It's so stupid. You sure. can't go for lunch with your mom, even though you're a different sure. household. Like, it's ridiculous. But don't I show can't up go there. for lunch with you guys. and We sit three feet from each other. You right. know? But don't show up at the restaurant and say, well, why? I, uh, who says I can't sit with? Well, the, the province has said that for the last, what, three weeks? Four weeks? Uh, yeah, since they reopened. Since really. they reopened it. Yeah, yeah. like this. That's what. It, yeah, I know. I and. Truthfully, it's so silly because last Friday, like, I rode to the pub with my buddy. We went to the King's Head. And we drove together. <laughs> yeah. Hung out at my house beforehand. And then went to the bar and had to sit six feet away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I don't care. Our conversations are just loud and stupid. <laughs> exactly, and yeah. Everybody else gets in on them. It becomes like a whole bar. And actually, it's louder than normal. 
<laughs> we're just like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, bozos. <laughs> just say bozos a bunch, and everybody like chimes in about something. Say like, oh, p- politicians, bozos, and then just like get her going. Always good to bring up religion and politics at bars. Yeah, that, that goes over really well every sure time. Yeah, abortion yeah. too. Throw oh, that in there and, and say things like, um, mm. "You're you're drunk," because <laughs> people really like that too. Um, okay, as many bone phone calls as you can do before we uh, get into Winnipeg's favorite rock song. That contest, seven eighty bone seven eighty twenty six sixty three. We'll end it here with a little ragret. Uh, back in the day, hanging out with a few buddies, getting drunk, blah blah blah, with with a uh, homemade tattoo gun. I thought it was a great idea to get her uh, tattoos all done up and whatnot. So we go ahead, get her homemade tattoos. I decided to get my initials put on my elbow. And uh, I wanted to color it in, so I colored it in green. So for uh, about a couple years now, I've been getting made fun of. My initials so happen to be FK. The tattoo's green. Everyone's assuming I'm a Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan. Oh! I've ever since. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Hey, coming up this weekend with Howard Manshine, there is nobody that I would rather listen to than Howard uh, to break down the album Dark Side of the Moon on the Sunday Night Vinyl Series. We're going to do it in its entirety, front and back sides. That was another Brick in the Wall Part 2 on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City, part of Winnipeg's favorite rock song, where it was uh, Stone Temple Pilots' Interstate Love Song versus Pink Floyd, another Brick in the Wall Part 2, which was actually their only number one hit, uh, number one in the UK and the US. Now, here's a little question for you, okay? All those kids singing in the background, they were from the school in Islington, England. Jolly old. How many kids were there? Um, 12. I'm going to go with eight. More. Oh. 23 eight. kids oh, okay. singing. 13 to 15 years old. Big controversy. They didn't get paid. <gasps> the Islington Boys Choir didn't get paid? No, I know. Yeah. yeah. There were girls in there too, I think, though. Oh, was there? Yeah, yeah, boys and girls. Turnbow. Yeah, but there was a prepubescent, though, right? Like, those were the 13-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sopranos. <laughs> um, I know it sounds like more, and you know what they actually did? They overdubbed those 23... 12 times, meaning 12 times 23, 276. Now, not the first time kids have been used as a, a chorus in the background. You may remember the song that came out the previous year, School's Out. Yeah. Alice Cooper. Heard of it. Bit of a slapper. Kids singing in uh, the chorus on that one. What about... Uh, Same producer, Bob Ezrin. He cool. did, yeah, he did Alice Cooper, and then he did that song. What about hmm. the, I think my dad's gone crazy. Remember that from Eminem? There's only one oh. kid, though, not a choir, but kids have been using music. Oh, yeah. The Eminem song, remember that? Of course. How could I forget? <laughs> and it's definitely going to be... Uh, Let's talk about kids and songs, uh, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know, but I just wasn't expecting an yeah, Eminem that drop. That's the one that I was trying to think of any song that has a kid in it. <laughs> Daddy, wow, my dad going crazy. No, no, like it's coming to me now. I'm living in the psychedelic era of the early 70s. I'm thinking, like, I'm going to go on a trip with Howard Manshine on Sunday. And then, I mean, really, Eminem is basically the Pink Floyd of uh, the early 2000s. Thanks. Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Sale on now, all month long, at the Prairie Summit Shop. Save up to 40% on select winter items. Drop by or check out the new website at prairiesummitshop.com.
762-555, if you got a, an opinion, a hot take, a real hot take, um, maybe you're crushing on somebody at work and you want Ooh. us to break the news. Ooh, maybe like you that. want us to break up with somebody for you. We probably Ooh. won't do that because that can end very poorly. We could propose for you. Yeah, we could do that. It's very personal. Very romantic. <laughs> yeah, very romantic. They played White Snake. Here I go again. <laughs> and you proposed for the third time. And she still said no. Yeah, TJ's going to be wearing his wife's best shirt today. Yeah, I wore my wife's shirt today in case you're wondering. That's uh, That was an accident, by the way. <laughs> I don't normally like my gut hanging out. She said it's a Club Monaco size medium. That slow rip you hear in the microphones, that's TJ's shirt Bending. just slowly ripping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's my abs ripping out of the skin, Turnbull. <laughs> I feel like I have big jugs, to be honest. Like, cause, it's a little loosey-goosey yeah, in the front there. Oh, I know, because my wife's boots. chest is bigger than mine. I wasn't going to say anything. But. Yeah. I looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, ooh, damn, girl. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> eyes up here. Eyes up here. Um, in my early 20s, young and dumb, no clue how to save money, teasers every Friday. Yeah, talking about uh, what... What years of your life are the best? Somebody also said, uh, living my best life now. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, why don't they put nipples on washer fluid jugs? I spill half the jug every time I pour it in. That is a very good question. You can very get the, good question. I always get the ones that are really big that have the, where you push it and it hangs upside down so you don't have to worry about lifting the jug. You, when you get the ones that are really big, they have a push button, like a nipple on it. Like a push start? I've never seen those before. Yeah, when you get the ones from Costco, the big jugs. Oh, oh big jugs. Well, I just stop at the like the gas station, whichever ones they give you at the yeah. gas station. Yeah, big jugs of washer fluid. What's the best path to truth? Science, math, philosophy, or something else? What? Science. Really? I'm taking science. Philosophy. I hate math. I also hate math. I prefer <laughs> trial and error. <laughs> That's fair. Try something, I didn't know we could screw make it up. Well, it says something else. I mean, um, I don't know. Science, math, philosophy, or something else. Yeah, you try something, you screw it up, you try again. I mean, unless your screw up is fatal, where it's like, oh, I don't know. Can I walk on this tightrope across the Grand Canyon? I don't know. Lesson learned. <laughs> I guess I know for next yeah. life. Damn it, I came back a crow. Ah. Um, how much stuffing do you normally put in when stuffing a chicken? I've... Never stuffed a chicken. So it's no. maxed out, I guess. I never stuffed a chicken. Would you go all the way in? Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, somebody breaks into your house at night. I love this question. 762 to text anytime. Someone breaks into your house at night. You have a baseball bat, a golf club, putter, or a jar of peanut butter. To defend yourself, what are you using? I feel like the baseball bat is probably the safest bet. Yeah, I swing the bat best out of both. So, but and the, the peanut jar, butter, the I don't. peanut butter, I'm not sure is going to no. be too much. But I think maybe that, that means, man. like, because I got two dogs, and they love peanut butter. If I throw a jar of peanut butter at someone, they are going to chase it and yeah. just jump all over them, you know? I was thinking more because it's 2021. Even burglars have nut allergies. Oh, that <laughs> too, know? yeah. Send them an anaphylactic <laughs> That's shock. That's true. No EpiPen for you, bro. <laughs> no EpiPen for you. Um, why does Toddy Tickles like the offspring so much? Or like offspring so much. They didn't say the. Just oh, as, might not be the offspring. Right. He just loves people, other people's kids. <laughs> Why does he always make us call him daddy? I love offspring. <laughs> I love offspring. Oh, Toddy Tickles. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I like. I, I could listen to offspring all day. Yeah, the me offspring. too. Mm-hmm. Not my offspring because they drive me crazy sometimes. <laughs> um, oh, it looks like I'll be saving three minutes on my commute by 2044. Thanks, Winnipeg Transit. Uh, I was seeing that uh, this guy, Too Much Space, sent a link as well to the proposed transit map by 2044. Yeah, 25 years from now. 25 years from now. 25 and years. 
and he's saving three <laughs> minutes on his commute. And I'm like, yo, like, did, that's the feasibility oh, study. Man. That's the feasibility. That's going to get people riding transit saving three minutes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, in 2044, we'll be hovering anyways. Yeah. We don't even need exactly. to. Exactly. This will yeah. be obsolete technology. 2044, after, I mean. After all that work. Planning. If science keeps doing this trial and error thing, none of us are going to be here anyway. <laughs> And finally, uh, don't mock the rec laws, guys. Jenna is a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> no one's denying that. That part of it. Really? I think she's she's pretty attractive. Looks yeah. like the brother with a wig. Oh, wait. Which one am I thinking of? The brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to play something, but I think it's just <laughs> probably not? better if I don't. Do it. No, I don't know. Go with your gut. <sighs> then, it's, then it's going to be a no. <laughs> yeah, my gut said my gut said no at no, the last second yeah. as I was about to hit play. Let's, let's I mean, it's it. funny for us. I don't know if you know, you know who Rosario Dawson is, right? Yeah. So every time I think of uh, that song, "Lick It Up," or hear that song, I think of Rosario Dawson. Why? And her mom. Well, here's here's just a little clip. She would lick me oh. in public. What? Yeah, that clip. Um, like that was her punishment. What? When she did something wrong, yeah. instead of like a spanking, yeah. she yeah. got a lick? Yeah. Ugh. That's a weird stuff. I guess it kind of works, though. How gross. Mom, wow. what the F? Isn't that weird? That is weird, yeah. I know. It's, it's, I mean, it's better than, you know, Chris Hansen going like, I'm going to lick you. You know, it's just one of those weird words. What? <laughs> you have to, like, French lick it. Why do you have these clips saved in a folder on your computer? What were you originally planning here? Now I want to know. <laughs> May I lick your legs? <laughs> we'll lick you all over. <laughs> Would you let me lick you everywhere? At least he asked that one as a question. Yeah. Always ask consent before <laughs> yeah, exactly. any kind of... Yeah. Lesson of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Always ask before licking. Oh, I mean, I think it goes, yeah, it goes without saying. Mm -hmm. Hey, have you ever heard the the Catherine McPhee song, Lick My Lips? Have you? Catherine McPhee, no. no. Married to David Foster. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. Imagine David Foster signing off. Lick my lips. Lick my lips. Looks like her great grandfather. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh wow. There's yeah. There's there's way too much, way too much about this. Because uh, then I start going into guitar licks, and then it just gets. I mean, we could go on all day. Sure. Rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah. So on that note, we say I am apologizing in advance for the video that Turnbull's gonna chop up and put on our website today. <laughs> Why? Because you know I mean what it is already. I'm wearing my wife's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm wearing my wife's shirt today and I did a sexy strip tease in here. Okay? That's it. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't care. One of those lick clips. And, you know. Yeah. Rena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.